nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scoured the globe with top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. So welcome to another weekend short of the Matter Over Mind experience. I'm your host, master trainer and weight management expert, Narado Zico Powell. And today, I shall say this weekend, right? Because it's a short. We're going to talk about the importance of microbiome diversity. Because we've been hearing that a lot recently. But do we really know what that means? So in this short, I'm going to explain what is the microbiome, the importance of having a diverse microbiome, and of course, practical ways that you can accomplish this. But before I begin, remember to visit the Zika recommendation page for products that I've recommended for health, fitness, and fat loss. The link will be in the show notes and in the description of the podcast. And remember, before making any dietary changes, please consult a dietary or medical professional. And with that being said, let's talk about the microbiome. First, we have to ask, because I told you I was going to begin by describing it, right? What is the microbiome? Now, biologically speaking, I can just say the microbiome consists of microbes that are both helpful and potentially harmful. Yeah, that's, that's but really and truly, we know that, that it still do really know that really is, right? Because the body is full of trillions of bacteria, viruses, and fungi. And they are co collectively known as the microbiome. That's the layman's terms definition. It's really your gut environment, your bacteria, viruses, and fungi. That is really what the microbiome is. So when we think about having a diverse or healthy microbiome, we're really talking about having a healthy or diverse gut environment. That's where I want you to think about it. So then why have a healthy microbiome? Well, as your microbiome grows, it affects your body in a number of ways. This includes helping to control brain health, helping to control your immune system, helping you to achieve, guess what? Weight loss, or should I say fat loss, helping you to improve heart health, helping you to improve brain health, and so many other things that I could fit into this show. You know my story with my asthma that, I, and I don't use the word heal for legal reasons, but I say I reverse my asthma. I've been off all my medications for the last three years. How did I do so? It's by improving the health of my gut. And then as even, even not just improving the health of my gut, but later on adding in certain foods so I can have a more diverse gut environment has helped me tremendously. And we're going to talk about that as I give you those practical tips in about a minute or two. But before I move on, let me just quickly interrupt and tell you about this fantastic company. It's called Amino Company. Their products are built on amino acid technology that was first funded by NASA 
and further refined through rigorous research and independent clinical trials. See, they have determined the precise blends of amino acids to help you become stronger, heal faster, reduce age-related declines, and improve your metabolic health. And remember, improving health of your microbiome is also connected to your metabolic health. So today, I'm going to tell you about Perform. It's an essential amino-based formulation designed to improve muscle performance during exercise, enhance mental clarity and concentration, reduce fatigue and dehydration, and minimize recovery times. Perform is designed to boost athletic performance by increasing peak physical strength and endurance while improving focus and concentration. The ingredients in Perform have been clinically proven to improve strength and physical performance in controlled trials. And this is just some of the results, right? 20% increase in exercise completed, better completion, 22% increase in endurance. Think about that. Performance, performing better in endurance activities, 11% increase in peak power during exercise. Guys and women as well, not going to just say guys, women, you want to get stronger, that can help you to get there. Imagine an 11% increase in your peak exercise performance, a 10% improvement in cognitive function during exercise. And I'm going to add, it tastes great. So visit um, aminoco.com and check this out. My code Zico Health actually give you 30% off Perform and all the amino-based products. And of course, the website will be in the Zico recommendation page as well. So I just want to tell you about that. Now, with that being said, let me get to the practical um, advice of the day, ways to improve microbiome diversity. Remember, before making any dietary changes, please consult a medical or dietary professional. But here we go. Number one, eat a diverse range of foods. Eating a diverse diet promotes growth of good bacteria, including more species of bacteria. I have had experts in the, on the show who explained that we should ingest around 20 to 30 different plants per week. This now, a couple of things, because I've had, I've heard, I've interviewed so many different, uh, I guess you say, uh, viewpoints or people with different expertise on the show. And it can get a little confusing because I've had people who are a carnivore diet and they're carnivore to the extreme. And I have individuals who are vegan and, and they're vegan to the extreme, right? So I want to clarify something here. I find benefits in just about any diet there is. I don't stick to one type of diet to the extreme because I want to have a diverse gut environment. I'm more of an omnivore, but majority of my diet is carnivore-based, meaning meat-based, fat-based. That's what I run on very well. In fact, as I'm recording this episode, I'm in ketosis. This is my month that I keep my body in ketosis. But I don't do keto all year round. Because I believe ketosis is a process of your body that it should cycle, not something you should be in, in um, all the time. And I'm, I have a, a short on that if you want to go back and listen to that. Right. So at the same time, I've had ex people on the show who are vegan. And even though I believe we should have 25 or 30 different plant foods in a diet, I do not believe solely in a vegan lifestyle. Now, if it's a humanitarian, I guess we would say humanitarian, let's say it's an animal rights issue. And for you, you're not comfortable killing animals. I, I don't knock 
what you believe. And I never will. You have the right to believe what you believe. That's not my belief. And I eat meat. Now, I, I don't believe in slaughtering animals just for the sake of slaughtering it or slaughtering them, I should say, but I do eat meat. Right. So that's one of the reasons why I don't hunt. And if you hunt, that's your thing. I'm not knocking what you do, but I don't hunt for those reasons. I think if we should, if we, uh, if we're killing something, it should be for eating, not for sport. That's just the way I look at it. But anyway, so with that being said, I believe in more of an omnivore diet where we have the, uh, we, we eat meat unless for some reason you don't believe in it, but it also have 25 to 30 different plant foods in your diet. Uh, this can be done in many ways though, because when I first said this, I was interviewed on a podcast, the unfiltered show, I think it was a few weeks ago. And when I mentioned this to them, they were like blown away, like, Whoa, what you mean? I'm like, well, it sounds crazy in the beginning, but think about it. There's so many ways you can accomplish this. Cause I'm not saying 25 to 30 different fruits and vegetables, but so let's not even talk about the eating part. First, we can talk about teas. If you drink a different type of tea every day different there's a different uh, plants because that's what most teas are made from like plants right supplements that you take i supplement with uh with mushrooms some real mushrooms they have some fantastic uh he has some fantastic um products i love i drink their tea not their tea i drink their their dark chocolate drink as well uh so they have like the cordyceps reishi lion's mane so on and so forth which has been a very important part to me healing my gut as well there goes that throughout the word heal, right? But that I feel comfortable saying as far as my gut, me actually healing my gut. So, and then there are spices. Like if you use peppers, you know, you can add it in. If you use green pepper, yellow pepper, you know, onions, garlic, like all those things all count. So when you think about the supplement piece, you think about uh, the teas, those can take up 15 to even 20 sometimes, depending on how much. And then the plants then that you actually eat physical eat can take up another maybe 10 so you can easily get 30 from there if you eat broccoli today first of all i eat vegetables with every meal so or most meals i should say so i believe in vegetables is most meals spinach is a very easy vegetable you can add in but if you eat a lot of spinach because spinach are high in oxalates you could have kidney stones so you may want to think about maybe broccoli and i, I recommend cooking them right then you want to talk about nuts i eat nuts in my diet of course so um, pistachios, almonds, walnuts, pecans, like those are real nuts, right? I'm not a big fan of, pe of peanuts and cashews. They're not real nuts anyway, and they tend to be higher in lectins, but you can from time to time have those in your diet as well. So, and those all count. So if you want to maybe add some uh, seeds into your diet, you know, from time to time, those could be helpful, but I think nuts are definitely a better option. So you can easily get to that 25 to 30 with with the with teas coffee as well coffee is made of beans right and also beans in your diet that's another way you can help to get there so if you can have plant foods with every diet extremely beneficial someone told me once you're the only person i know who talks about eating um vegetables at breakfast as i actually do because i want to feed my gut my gut bacteria so one of the ways i do that is i have i usually have a sauteed spinach which takes maybe like two minutes really saute spinach and olive oil towards the end and i put that with my breakfast it's not as hard as you may think right um so yeah so that's not really as challenging as people may think now the next tip is uh eat fermented foods and they're re 
times, if, depending on your health issues, that you may want to stay away from fermented foods. I've had health experts who have discussed that. But if you can't tolerate fermented foods like yogurt, sauerkraut, kefir, um, they all contain healthy bacteria, which of course help with the, with the, uh, with the diversity of your gut. Um, and they can reduce the amount of disease causing species in your gut as well and have a diverse rainforest. Another thing is eliminate artificial sweeteners. I say eliminate sweeteners altogether, but I want to stress on artificial sweeteners. Uh, the evidences show that artificial sweeteners like asparatine increase blood sugar by stimulating the growth of unhealthy bacteria. Say it again. Evidence shows that, um, that of artificial sweeteners like asparatine increase blood sugar by stimulating the growth of unhealthy bacteria. So you think, oh, fake sugar shouldn't spike my blood sugar. Well, evidence show otherwise, right? Especially when you're feeding that unhealthy bacteria. So hmm, still want to stay away from that. That I say, definitely get that out of your diet, no matter what your situation is, get that out of your diet. You want, you want to think about another option, coconut sugar, stevia, something like that, or at least to my short about how you should eat to keep your blood sugar steady, eating that way and adding some healthier sugars into your diet, like cherries, you know, cherries, berries, um, healthy complex fruits and so on and so forth and stay away from juices. Okay. Um, if you're a juicer, you may want to minimize it. And there are also ways that you can uh, use more, uh, more bitter in your um, juices than actual sweets because that all that excess sugar, spiking your blood sugar, drop it just like anything else. The sugar is not bad, but how we use sugars, even if they're healthy, quote unquote, healthy sugars can still cause an issue. The next thing is you can take a prebiotic supplement. Uh, see, probiotics are live bacteria, right? That can help to restore the gut to its healthy state after dysbiosis. And by the way, Dr. Stephen Gundry has talked about this, and I've heard people tell me stories of this as well, that once your gut, the, the, um, your gut environment gets uh, destroyed, it doesn't really grow back the same. And uh, it's, that's definitely true. So think about that as well. But um, this is by reseeding it with healthy microbes. So prebiotics is basically food for your probiotics. When the probiotics eat the prebiotics, which is the good bacteria, eat the prebiotics, which prebiotic is generally fiber anyway. And I recommend actually um, eating prebiotics instead of, instead of getting the supplements. But the, any supplements can also be helpful. But they, pro, they produce postbiotics, which is what the benefit is. So think about the probiotics eating the prebiotics and then pooping out the probiotics. In your, I'm sorry, pooping out the postbiotics and your body uses the postbiotics to do what it needs to. The next thing is take antibiotics only when necessary. I'm not saying getting off your medication. I'm not uh, licensed or certified enough to tell you to do that um, or educated enough to tell you to do that. And nor am I even sitting in front of you to, tell, to talk to you, to tell you to just take, stop taking medicine. I can't tell you that. But take antibiotics when necessary. Antibiotics kill many bad and good bacteria in the gut microbiome. Drop, eat, taking antibiotics is like dropping a bomb in your gut. And it doesn't know what's good and what's bad. It just kills everything. And as I said, Dr. Stephen Gunn just talked about this. Once it destroys a lot of these species in your gut environment, it doesn't, it doesn't really grow back the same, right? So be very careful and very mindful about antibiotics. And uh, this can uh, possibly contribute to weight gain and, and antibiotic resistance. And I've had experts on the show like Dr. Latanya Booker, she's an MD. So I do also have MDs on the shows, check that out. And she talked about antibiotic resistance and how a lot of people end up being antibiotic resistant because that's the first thing they go to. My cousin who's in medical school, she even talks about antibiotic resistance. 
right? Because they didn't teach that in medical school now where we just quick to prescribe antibiotics and antibiotics are always available by prescription as well. Some you can, you can get without prescription. So you always be careful of using antibiotics sparingly or when medically necessary. And that's it. So enjoy your weekend, fam. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.